Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to another episode of The Musafir. Today I'm going to be telling you about Imam Bukhari, a name that many people around the world know. Muslims all around the world take his name because his name has become something that is synonymous with authenticity. His name and his works are used to emphasize the authenticity of the sayings of the Prophet Muhammad and there is a reason for this and I'll get to that. We owe Imam Bukhari so much because of his immense efforts in compiling the, the traditions and the sayings of our beloved master Muhammad His sayings are a mercy for us because he himself is a mercy to the universe. He is Rahmatul Alameen and we need him and his sayings. So Imam Bukhari would travel far, north, south, east, west, in the pursuit of the sayings of the Prophet. And he would rigorously authenticate them and record them in his many books. And the most authentic authentic of his books, Sahih al-Bukhari, which is narrated to this day, which which is referred to to this day, is, uh, is a great mercy and blessing for us. Now... There is a reason so many centuries later Imam Bukhari is considered uh, to be the most authentic narrator of these traditions of the Prophet. There's a reason for it. Things don't happen without a reason. They very seldom do. And the reason is because of his character and his love for the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He would make 100% sure that what he was writing down that was attributed to his beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was 100% accurate and he would authenticate the people he heard it from he would make sure that the people he hears the narrations from are righteous people otherwise he would completely disregard um, or or uh, discard the hadith that they were telling him he did he would spend years doing this he would travel specifically for this purpose he dedicated his time for this and centuries later we have the luxury of having the sayings of our prophet at our fingertips if you compare our religion to other abrahamic religions or any other polytheistic religions in the world um, no matter what beliefs they are whether they're monotheistic or polytheistic if you compare islam to them what we have, which no other religion has, is the preservation of the true message that was brought from Rasulullah which was brought from our Prophet. We can confidently say that our message is preserved because first and foremost, Allah promised that the Qur'an will be preserved. And in the same way, the narrations of the Prophet were preserved from one heart to another. Back in those days, there was no encyc- there were no encyclopedias or internet or access to information as easily as we have it today. People would have this knowledge in their hearts. And if you wanted to seek it, you had to seek out the scholars and sit with them and learn from them. And that is something that we need to start doing again, I believe. And Imam Bukhari would do precisely that. He would travel far, north, south east west dedicating his time to seeking people out who are known to have heard and um, 
had knowledge of the narrations of the Prophet. Once Imam Bukhari, and this is just an example from his life to go to show, to, just to show you how authentic his narrations are, that he would not only make sure that the, the narrations are authentic, but the chain, the people he was hearing it from, those people were trustworthy and honest people, good Muslims. Once he traveled, he had an appointment to go meet somebody and collect a hadith from them. And that person surely heard it from somebody who heard it from somebody who probably heard it from the Prophet. And, and that's how these uh, this science goes. The science of hadith is transmitted in this way, through narrations. And they're graded as such, whether they're sahih, hasan, daif. These are all, this is all falls under the category of the science and the study of hadith. If they're massly transmitted, if they're transmitted from a variety of different chains, there are mutawatir, these classifications fall under the study of hadith, the science of hadith. The muhaddithin do this. And Imam Bukhari is the greatest of them, uh, the highest of them, and we owe him so much. And to carry on with our story, he was once on his way to an appointment he had with somebody to collect a hadith from them. And as he was reaching that place, he saw the person from far away. That person didn't know that Imam Bukhari was approaching. And that person was trying to, to get on his, uh, his mount, his donkey. And the donkey wasn't really coming towards him or wasn't really allowed, being, being cooperative. Or uh, he wasn't working uh, well with, the, with the, his owner. And what Imam Bukhari witnessed uh, was something that he found distasteful um, or dishonest. So the man who was trying to get on his donkey tried everything, tried to get the donkey to come to him to, to get on his back, but, but was obviously not successful. So he resorted to something that Imam Bukhari didn't like, which was he pretended to have food so that he could mislead the donkey to come close to him. He pretended to have food in his clothes. He, he indicated... Uh, or acted like he had food to, with him so that the donkey would be enticed and come forward and when the donkey saw that he got really excited that this guy has food and he rushed forward to get the food from the man and as soon as the donkey came close enough the man dropped uh, the act and he jumped on the donkey and, and ro got on him as he intended to do to ride him and when Imam Bukhari saw this and he knew this was the man he came to collect the hadith from he turned around to walk away and the man then saw Imam Bukhari and he said wait wait who are you and he said I am uh, who I am. he introduced himself and then that man said um, what are you doing here he said I came here to ask uh, you for a hadith that and I was and um, recorded in my studies in my compilation but I, I'm not not going to do that anymore and the man said why he said because you misled this donkey and that is not a characteristic of a person who I want to include um, in the chains of narration narrators of my beloved Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam as-sadiq wal-ameen the most truthful man in the world the most merciful man in the world the man who wouldn't wake up a sleeping kitten so that he could go pray. He cut his own shirt so that the cat could remain sleeping and so that he could go pray. 
for those of you who know that story will understand what I'm talking about. The man who wouldn't hurt any living creature and the most honest man in the world, the man who was so honest that even his enemy enemies trust, trusted him. So Imam Bukhari said, out of my love and adab towards Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, I cannot in good faith take a hadith from you when you just lied to this donkey. And then you have people nowadays who, who disregard Imam Bukhari's works, which is, which is not a good thing. Because how many of us have the character of Imam Bukhari, the integrity of Imam Bukhari, the will to work as hard as Imam Bukhari did? Probably very few of us. So this is just one example that goes to show how dedicated he was to preserving the message of Rasulullah in his authentic book. And this is why centuries later, as I mentioned, we have the luxury to refer back to his works. And our religion is, and the traditions of the Prophet are preserved. Alhamdulillah. We all love Rasulullah and having his sayings preserved is such an honor. It's such a blessing. There's another story. Once Imam Bukhari was on a boat and he was traveling. This just goes to show how much he would travel. He would even travel the seas to go collect hadith. He was on a boat and there was a bunch of other people on the boat and there were travelers and they were all musafir. And they were going on, on the path to wherever they were going. And Imam Bukhari was on that boat so that he could go and collect a hadith from somewhere. On this boat, a man approached Imam Bukhari with a very friendly demeanor and he said, Oh Imam, I'm a big fan of yours. I am um, so happy to meet you. He introduced himself and he was very, very friendly. And Imam Bukhari got a very good vibe from him and he, he liked the guy. He liked that man who approached and he befriended him on this boat. Now, <clears throat> this man uh, was putting up an act in his friendliness, but he... Um, had evil intentions. Imam Bukhari ended up befriending him and of course it was a long journey so they spent quite some time together and Imam Bukhari told him um, that I have a bag with me that has all my belongings, it has my money, it has everything that I have with me d during this travel and the man asked how much money do you have? Imam Bukhari told him, he said I have 1000 dinar and that was a lot of money and the man suddenly got very greedy and he wanted to somehow take that money from Imam Bukhari for himself. So he goes a little while later, short while later, later that man goes and he complains to in front of the people where Imam Bukhari was not present. He complains, I'm in big trouble and he caused a huge commotion. People came up to him and asked him, what's the problem? And he said, somebody has stolen my money from my bag. And they asked him how much money was stolen. He said 1,000 dinar was stolen from me. And the people uh, panicked and the, and, the, and the people in authority over there said, nobody panic, nobody has left the boat, so we will find your money. And they called everybody and said, nobody's going to leave this boat. We're going to search everybody's bag to find the 1,000 dinar that was stolen from this man. And Imam Bukhari heard this news and he was very, very upset because he had realized that who he befriended turned out to be somebody who double-crossed him and 
wanted to and intended to steal from him. So Imam Bukhari went on his way in the boat, went to his bag and took the gold and he made a decision. Should he confront the people and make a case for himself and say, no, this is actually my money? Or should he preserve his reputation so that nobody could question the narrations of the beloved Prophet Muhammad because by this point Imam Bukhari was very well known for his authentic narrations of the Prophet and any doubt on Imam Bukhari's character would cause mass confusion amongst the people, the Muslims. So when he took 1,000 dinar and he threw them overboard, he threw them into the water. That's a lot of money and he threw it away. Most people nowadays, perhaps you and I included, would fight for that money, that worldly money that provides us worldly comforts and worldly luxuries. But not Imam Bukhari. He didn't care about the money. He threw it away. He had a greater purpose. The purpose of his life was to compile the sayings of his beloved. Now they searched the boat. Nobody could find the money. And that man that evil man, the greedy man who wanted the money was very upset. He went to Imam Bukhari and he said, Ya Imam, I was told that you never lie. And Imam Bukhari said, that's true. I try my best not to lie. So then the man asked him, he said, "Why? where are your thousand dinars? And Imam Bukhari told him, I threw them away. I threw them in the water. And the man was so angry, he said, why would you do that? Now neither of us can benefit from that money. It's useless, nobody will ever find it. And Imam Bukhari said, I don't care about the money. I know what you were doing. You were trying to steal from me by making me look like the thief. And if people had found the money in my bag, they would have immediately assumed that I'm a criminal. And had they assumed that I was a criminal, they would have stopped trusting me. And had they stopped trusting me, they would have stopped trusting my books, which are filled with the noble sayings of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now I could have thought about my worldly affairs, my family, myself, my stomach, my food, my rizq, and I could have fought with you and uh, made my case and created a commotion. But this place is not for that. This is a temporary place. I am a musafir, not only on this boat, but in this world. As Rasulullah said, be in this world as a traveler. And I care more about preserving the honor and the authenticity of the sayings of our beloved Muhammad So I don't care about the money and that is why I threw it away. This is the character of Imam Bukhari. This is the love of Imam Bukhari for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rahmatullah And that is why we take from the hadith, the hadith narrated by him and recorded by him.